listen to hair on. From hair on, I'm listening to hair on. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in power, Nipsey Hussle the Great, gone but not forgotten. The marathon continues. Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm the host, Curry Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we up in the house for episode 131. Yeah, yeah, welcome back. I guess this is technically the start of season six. I know nobody's ever following that shit. It's only on me. But watch, (laughs) when I fucking actually get my shit together and I start putting out the episode arts like I've been promising for over a year now, it's going to reflect the the seasons and all that shit. (laughs) Trust, trust, trust. That's going to be broken down by seasons for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That will be definitely represented in that. So, uh, yeah, you catch anything interesting as late? Um, I caught Kong. I caught the the new joint. No, the, the... Carolina was like, you ready to watch Kong? I was like, yo, Rico ain't going to watch that shit. I'll wait till the weekend and then we'll talk about it Sunday. <laughs> of course. Of course. I mean, you could have just wanted to. I mean, I guess you wasn't fucking with it that hard. Though, no, it... I was. I want to watch it, but I didn't. I wasn't in a rush. I want to watch it comfortably. And today I just wasn't feeling comfortable. Like, True. I figured, how long is the movie? Two hours? Yeah, one fifty-seven. Yeah, I didn't wasn't. I didn't want to. Like, I was, I was going through some shit, so I wouldn't want to sit down for two hours. Put it that way. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, I didn't really catch too much. Actually, yeah, I didn't really uh, uh, catch too much other stuff. I caught some pretty interesting trailers, or not. I guess they're they're not. Um, I guess I've already seen it for shit, but it's like the new trailer for the um, Suicide Squad is out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so uh, they dropped the second one this morning. That's pretty lit. So I'm excited for that, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing James Gunn's take on the Suicide Squad. Absolutely, I like James Gunn. I think he's really good at team building. Oh, he's fucking. I think epic. he's really good at the comedy. And I, there's enough characters in Suicide <laughs> Comedy that uh, that merit comedic performances. That he's probably gonna have a good time with it. Yeah, and his cast is pretty lit, man. His cast is pretty mm-hmm. fucking lit. Is just still... Elba this time around? Oh, instead of Will Smith. Uh, I don't believe they're playing the same character. I Ooh. think I think Idris Elba's playing. So this is just a new lineup of Suicide Squad members. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. you know the the lineup. Yeah, because there's a lot of them. All the they're supposed here. to they're die. Criminals. So they change. There's an endless list of criminals mm-hmm. to use. It's... Yeah, and the characters are supposed to die. So <laughs> I mean, they're not supposed to die. But, well, you know, I it's guess just if they die, they're no called cares. Suicide Squad because they're disposable. Yeah, if they're if they die, no one cares. It doesn't no. mean they're supposed to die. I mean, you put a <laughs> bomb in their job. head. I'm pretty sure if you put a bomb in someone's head and send them on a suicide mission, you intend for them to die regardless. I mean, I don't think I know, so because if everyone that. goes <laughs> to die, then how does the mission get accomplished? If all of them die before I don't think that you mission? tell the people you're sending on the mission that. <laughs> But st- I still don't get how you accomplish the mission if you send them to do a mission and then you kill them all. You, you kill them after they finish the mission. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but wait, that, what, what do you mean? Why would you blow up their head before there? I'm well, just that's saying. just that's how you presented it. No, you know I, didn't, what I, mean? I said you put a bomb in their head, so yeah, no matter you what, expect them in to the die. end, in the end. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I, I see where you're going. <laughs> it's just your you're, lineup is meant to be rotating, nonetheless. So yeah. Uh, so they're playing a different set of uh, of villains in the Suicide Squad. This some time. of them are the same. Some of them come back, and some of them are different. So are the King ones Shark that come back play this but... one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No one got replaced. I don't believe anyone okay. got recast. It's just a new set of villains, like okay. I mentioned earlier. It's so um we got King Shark, King Shark. Bloodsport. I think is, is it King Shark female? 
No. Okay. I don't know why I got that from the cartoon for some reason. I the think Suicide because, cartoon because for some he reason. fucked um because uh 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 what's his name uh uh Constantine fucked him or or and they made a reference to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um. Gotcha. Well, there's also this weird. We're not going to delve into that any deeper. Thing. I mean, <laughs> I know there's nothing. How deeper is the go? I, that's, I don't really. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know King Shark like that. I really me? don't. What is that character though? Like, I think that we've. I it's think we've just, come across this this topic before. Like, who is this King Shark character? Because I've never seen them in the uh, comics. King Shark is just uh He's from the Flash. Myth. He's a Flash villain, but he's just okay. a metahuman. I'm pretty sure. I don't know who came first, Street Sharks or King Shark. Damn. If if. I'm gonna guess that there that King Shark is a Street Shark ripoff. Okay, Street one Shark or the was other. Successful. One or the other. I, I feel like one definitely inspired the other. But then again, the '90s were all about anthropomorphic fucking yeah uh, animals <laughs> and fucking okay fighting crime I, and, and shit. And okay, he's just a he's just a villain. There's a metahuman. Uh, I, yeah, I, I prone think, I to mean, villainy. In, in the um in the Flash series, King Shark was the King Shark in that word version is he's like some of course he's a marine he works in some marine shit and uh when the whole um uh, explosion of the reactor happens in season one that creates all the bad Maybe guys of the week he was afflicted by one that happened to like meld him with a shark but he lost his human side and he was mostly just like shark you know, I eat people. Blah. So they were working to get um, put this little shit on his head that made his human side come back, but ah, that never really works. <laughs> it never really works. Not typically. But um, it looks like in the suits. I mean, and the 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 King Shark from the Harley Quinn series is actually played by Ron Funches, and he's sort of like he's the uh, 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 he's basically like uh, uh, the comic relief because he plays a tech genius. He's well, like fun. their Ron IT Funches. guy. Ron Funches is hilarious. And he plays their IT guy, so um, really, King Shark is the IT guy. Yes, so, oh, okay. You feel me? So that's what that's what they're doing with that. And so it's I don't know. It, I guess he's, King Shark is just he's a fucking street shark. He eats people, so you know you kind of use him however you need to use him. In the, yeah, in the sense that, of the other, that, I always him thought that was kind of weird the crossover with him and it, of that whole storyline in in the what was it Dark Apocalypse. Well, the one where were they were were they made mention of that? Which, which or that was, was a Suicide I think Squad that was movie. a Suicide Squad movie, but I don't remember movie. which one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Apparently, it happened in the comics at some point, and there was a re- reference to that. All right. I guess it's, he's got a cloaca. That's what's up. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really willing to do the research on that. So oh, he's a, he's a marine. He's a marine entity. So it some stands to reason. Remain mystery. I just can't help thinking about it. Like, how did John Constantine get up in there? Look, man, John Constantine <laughs> fucked the spirit of Los Angeles, right? So I don't know what to tell you. That's pretty boss. I don't know what to tell you. Los Angeles <laughs> manifested as a woman, talked to him about saving her, and they fucked, and I was confused. And, you know, it's, it's you know, I guess when you're Constantine, you drink a lot, you're depressed, you know, magic and stuff. You know, it's all a blur. Magic. Magic it's all explains a blur. it all. It's all a blur. Yeah, you know. But all right. So yeah, I look forward to talking about Kong on Sunday. It was pretty fun. Um, yeah, because that's gonna be that. It, I think that 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 movie is shaping up to be a, a good one for me, and you know already. So uh, I appreciate you withholding the spoilers, but yeah, I, I've got some hype hype in me for it. But that's what's up. There's been a r- bunch of random shit going on in the entertainment sphere, so we could jump right on into that shit. Um, I want to start out giving some flowers to Issa Rae. 
signing, yeah. uh, I believe, a $40 million deal over five years, Dude, I want to say. Now, of course, Issa Rae did the classy thing when people addressed her about it and was like, listen, I would never talk about how much money I make in public. <laughs> that is tacky. I deny anything that they say. <laughs> Which is absolutely the right answer, nigga. You could, if you from Inglewood or the surrounding area uh, in Los Angeles, you probably are not rushing to tell everyone that you just signed Fuck that. All that nigga. It's the IRS. That's who matters. Well, I that's mean, who matters. You, you tell the IRS I you just got I don't got think you have million. a choice at that point because that's all legit money. So it's going through HBO. IRS knows she made that shit. Don't run. Oh, don't run. True. Don't run. <laughs> IRS don't play. But the same applies to her yeah. family, though. They know she got money, goddammit. Oh, yeah. Anybody oh, yeah. around her knows she got bread. I mean, but, I, you know, honestly, I think Issa Rae, and I don't know her personally. I've never seen her in public. I have seen a few celebrities in public living in Los Angeles, but I've never seen her. I have a feeling that she carries herself humbly because yeah. she ain't trying to... She, she doesn't want that attention. Because you don't really get to be a... Well, that's not true because there are lots of unhumble pioneers, but yeah. she's definitely a pioneer, so I can definitely oh, yeah. see how her, her character is exceptional. I, yeah, I literally described, I think, at one point why I thought she was a pioneer of her whole character and style. Um, But yeah. I mean, so, right now she's like... Other, yeah, yeah, no, no. She's like... She's doing... I think she might be like one of the biggest like black creators right now. She's, as far as women go. I don't know if she's up there with Ava DuVernay, but she's definitely up there in some of the higher paid ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever do, do yeah, ever doing that ever do Ava DuVernay has a lot of um she has a lot of movies under her belt. Okay. So did you hear this shit? So she's supposed to be doing the New Gods movie for the DC universe. I did hear about that. So evidently so you you're the one who told me about the schism that the Zack Snyder uh, cut of the Justice League is causing in Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers versus Warner Production. Yeah. Okay. So or Warner evidently, Media versus Warner Brothers Studios. I okay. So evidently, because of this split, the the heads or whoever has say over this has decided that since Darkseid has been presented in the Zack Snyder universe, it can't be presented in any other properties <laughs> anymore. And so they canceled two movies in which Darkseid was meant to appear. The Trench and, aforementioned, Ava DuVernay's New Gods just got canceled on some bullshit. That is pretty bullshit. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, they're petty. They're, 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 they are that petty, you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe they're doing that. I think that's so trash. I mean, if you look at it this way, like, they didn't want this shit to come out anyway, you know what I mean? They didn't? Nope. The only reason why it came out is because, like, the executives over at HBO Media... Oh, you meant Media, the, the Zack Snyder cut? Yeah. No, no, I understand <clears> that. <throat> I thought you meant for a second they didn't want the other two movies to come out and they were using this as a scapegoat. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't I, know about that. Yeah, but, I was like, no, yo... No, I think that's directly just punishing them for the success of the Justice League movie. But, that's but definitely I, what I that just is. don't understand the logic. Oh, it's, because it's, usually... There's no logic. It's just petty. <laughs> yeah, usually I, I can expect them to be petty. But not at the expense of their bottom line. And this seems like, like, why would you cancel two movies that I mean, have production in them? Because you can always make two other movies. Yeah, I guess. But I guess there's no value in the in, in what's been put into it. I mean, I'm sure that Ava DuVernay's contract has 
some mega clauses in it that are like, yeah, if you cancel, you about to as be long paying as, you don't, as long as you don't start hole. production, it, you're not really spending that much. Pre-production is not that expensive to plan that stuff. No, not at all. I agree it. with you. Yeah, I, I wasn't implying that. Because if they, sh- oh my goodness, can you imagine if they shot stuff? Yeah. And they actually then paid they people to come on set? Then they'd be a lot less likely to cancel it. I'd hope so. But yeah, man. So I just thought that given the 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 level of announcements and how far along they are in just in terms of as you said pre-production it, it, they they've definitely put money into it and i guess that for me it seems like a lot of money but it's not enough money to deter them from saying well, nah bitch i think what they're specifically not doing is they don't want to endorse a competing universe right cuz like i mentioned they went ahead with the rock, rock. Um, Robert Pattinson, Batman. So they've already started a new Bat universe, and they're moving. Oh ahead my with goodness! That. Yeah. And so now, because of that, now that people have reached back into the past, because HBO Max wants to get their digital plays on. You but, know, I mean, and you know what? The see, this is what kind of pisses me off about the whole situation is that Zack Snyder did so much work in this movie. He even set it up to say, "Listen." This doesn't even have to conflict with what you're doing. <laughs> this is we've created the 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 infinite earths. Matter of fact, now you have a reason to fill in all of the gaps in the next two phases to get to the crisis on infinite earths. And which wait a second, aren't super they super excited for it? Aren't they doing crisis on infinite earths in this in the TV series? Oh, uh, they've finished crisis. Crisis was the crossover for last season or last year's season. And was, big that, was that a multiversal there. crossover? Yes. That one was really, really dope because they did things like um, Kevin Conroy played an alternate future Bat- Batman. Pretty much like old Frank Miller Batman where he had oh, the, wow. um, where he's got like the metal suit and everyone's mm-hmm. died and he's super bitter. They had um, Tom Welling from uh, Smallville come back to play in, in, a depowered version of Lex Luthor in his reality. And so they did, they did a lot of really, really super... Sh- they, they had um, Ezra Miller from the... the um, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League also showed up in mm. the Flash multiverse for like a quick little thing. So they've done their infinite thing. Uh, and I, th- that's the funny thing that they're saying that because the very nature of the DC universe allows you to have different versions of the same character. Yeah. So the fact that they're going out of their way to do this, no, that it's just, you yeah, know, it's, they're, it's they're cutting off their nose despite their face. Oh, for absolutely. Show. It feels like that. For sure. That's definitely what it is. That's all it is. It's because they don't want... It's like, no, that's dead. That's dead. That's it. I've made the decision. We're moving forward with this thing. I don't want to hear any more more about that. So the fact that you keep bringing that up and you don't get the point, well, here's the point. I'm c- c- killing everything that has to do with that. That's, you know, it's, you know. <laughs> they have to let the world know that, you know, they're, they're important and they make decisions. That's very important. People can't forget that. Man, and and it's it's only to the detriment of the people who actually enjoy mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. and, and that's the worst part. You, it's you like gotta look at it at the bright side, man. It, it that's creativity thrives in adversity. True, feel me. The reason why Jaws is so good is because Bruce the shark didn't work. So um, Bruce fucking, the shark. <laughs> so Spielberg had to find a way to make the movie good without showing the shark because their animatronic shark would not operate. So because of that, it created that much more Suspense. mystique around it. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's So it's just things like this happened. Like, you know, the, the Star Wars movies didn't do well, so that made them more willing to take the risk and make Mandalorian. Mandalorian. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, and, and, it's you a know, give and take. I, I don't you know? think I, I, 
I'm pretty dogmatic when it comes to Star Wars, but I think I understand a little bit more your point when you when you said that before. It's like I mean, I just meant they that might John not Nicholas have crazy. They, they might really not funny. have gone. They might not have gone all out and gotten someone like John Favreau if they had had the success and felt like the IP could carry itself. Yeah, they might have settled for someone else. A lot of times, when a lot of their shit fails, that's when they're willing to take the risk and mm-hmm. actually give a creator the chance to create something. When yeah. everything they've tried <laughs> failed, then they throw their hands up in there and they're like, "Fuck it, I guess you can have creative control." And then yeah. And the creators consistently, I think, prove that it's worth their time and effort to give them the shot. Yeah. And also, you know, I mean, some of them, it, it, it's it's a hard balance to manage, like, speaking corporate and speaking creative when you're mm-hmm. a director. Ooh. So it's like, uh, it's good to let the new, newer directors get their, get, their, get their experience and build that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I know. I started this out talking, trying to give uh, Issa Rae some flowers for, yeah. for making that big sign with uh, HBO Max. And so, congratulations. Excited for her. That shit is fresh. Um, moving on from that. Okay. So, did you see this whole shit with uh, Little Nas X's fucking shoes or whatever that he's putting out? That I've heard about it. Saiyan themed or whatever. I really too many. I've heard about it, but I haven't. It's... It, it's I think Excuse that... The imagery, I think, is a superficial part of the discussion to be had. So it's irrelevant. That part is is not super, super important to me. Um, but Little Nas X decides that he wants to put out uh, a Satan-themed shoe, which is whatever, honestly. And and, and that's part of the discussion I want to have is, is, um, is, is there taboo imagery and should we care about it today? You know what I mean? Like, is that something that that we're allowing to be perpetrated for us? Or is there a solid reason as to why we don't want to play with certain imagery? I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I try not to try try not to look at like the surface level things as like the specific use of imagery. It's like I'd much rather it's all about the intent to me. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. And me for me, intent does go a long way because when it comes to the aesthetic, I like the aesthetic of black and red. That doesn't bother me. Horns have never been. I demons. All, all that yeah. shit's like, yo, do you look fresh though, my G? You know what I mean? Like, if you look trash, then you look trash. It is what it is. But if you look Pretty fresh, words. you look fresh. And that's real. You know what Pretty I mean? Words. And and we've always that's something that we've always commiserated is like, yo, my G, do you look fly when you do what you do? Because if you look fly when you do what you do. We we can yeah. we can play with the rest of it. The rest of it is opinion going. based. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? I can see Whether you're, you're good, you're evil, you know what I mean? Heaven hell, that's all opinion based. If you look fly, then we could talk about it. You know what I mean? But if you look whack, my nigga get away from me. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's all it is for me. It's all about the aesthetic. And so I genuinely don't care about whether Satan theme. But I do we just get away do we do away with all taboos? Like are there certain things that we should probably stay away from? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I think, I feel like taboos have their place. Or not that we even have to call them out, but do taboos have a place? Yeah. I and think I think they taboos do have their place because, you know, there's, everyone knows, like, just balancing all things. You know what I'm saying? If you just fucking do everything that's available to you every time it's available to you simply because you have the option to, it mm-hmm. will lead you to ruin, guaranteed. There's no, like, there's no real way around that. You're going to, excess will all, always lead to that. So I don't really. As far as the individual taboos, as far as especially with the um, with the uh uh, uh devil one, like I've, the thing that got me right 
As someone who walked away from the church, from the I religion. never Boom. understood. I don't take religious taboos. I never understood mm-hmm. why people would like be like, oh, fuck Jesus. I'm now going to the devil. I'm like, but but aren't they both like, aren't they mm-hmm. both made up from the same basic yeah, principle? Absolutely. So if, you're, if you don't believe in one, then doing the other, the exact opposite Even if of you the don't like Jesus, going like, to the devil's a bad idea <clears throat> because he's known to torture people. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like he likes to torture people. It's it's spoken about. It's part of the ideology, but, whatever. So it's like, okay, I get it. Fuck Jesus, but I don't understand why you run to him. Like, why are you gonna run to the nigga that's gonna, but, you know, what I mean, burn you alive? But that you know, that's just the nature of counterculture, though. You yeah, know what I mean, and true. And I understand that it's, it's reactionary. Like, if and enough so, people do something and like it, eventually enough other people will be like, yo, fuck them niggas and that thing. I hate the way they do that shit. But they, it's not the fact that they hate the thing they're doing. They just want to charge, change certain things about it to make it appeal to them. So I can, I can, you know, while I, I personally don't get it and the whole devil imagery and shit, I've never really fucked with it. I can, so I, I guess agree. I could get where they're coming from with it. I'm relatively, I'm pretty ambivalent towards religious taboos. Like religious taboos is like, I personally am not going to have any religious taboos because I don't believe that religion is important like that. I'll, I do respect other people's personal taboos. And I think mm-hmm. it's, I think that having taboos is indicative of a certain type of self-restraint that is important for people to Absolutely. have Gotta to have function socially well. Now, that being said, I am in no way, shape or form interested in dictating to other people what their taboos should be. Facts. And so that's where, that's where I step back. I'm like, listen, you should just as long as you exhibit some self restraint. That's all I ask is that there is a line because then once you do that, you can tell me what your line is and I can decide. But if, if you're just saying I don't think there should ever be a line and I should be allowed to act however I want, no, because then that means that you can assail me, you can accost me, and then what? I have to respect your freedom to do that. But yet I am <laughs> supposed to be the one that has restraint, right? Like I can't defend myself because I'm not supposed to strike you, but you have the freedom to do whatever you want, which might also include up into including maybe assailing me. Like nah, B, I don't, I don't like that asymmetric. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I just cancel all that. I'm not a, like I, I think I'm, I'm not a fan of convenient logic, bro. Exactly. You ain't never go sell some shit to be like, oh, I can punch you in the face all I want, but you can't allow. You're not allowed to do it to me. Yeah, no, I'm gonna no, be like, no, all right, no. for sure, hit me. <laughs> That's gonna be my response. Like, all right, for sure. And so taking that you got logic, free will, I got free will. Yeah, taking that logic, I just want to know that people are exhibiting some form of restraint so that we can all come to an agreement as to who, you know, who we let in our circle due to what their personal restraint is. That's your own moral quote code. And as I said, I don't want to dictate that to anyone. And so when it comes to artistic expression, I'm not gonna dictate to, dictate that to you. And if you want to do a Satan theme and it's fresh, then you know, I'm more inclined to say, hey, fuck it. You know what I mean? You know, do your thing. <laughs> but my thing is, is that it got weird for me in terms of the little not as X thing when he said that there was like, there's like uh, a few milliliters of human blood used in the, in the dye for each of the shoes. And I was like, now I stop fucking with you. Now I stop fucking with you. And I think you're a fucking weirdo. And I think you're fucking, I, and I don't want anything to do with this idea. Uh, it doesn't matter how fresh it looks because now you're, because especially, you have to understand, to me, and, and this is just my whole leftist fucking ideology, a shoe is a is a consumer commodity, a luxury consumer commodity. And for you to take human blood and add it into a a commodity, a luxury commodity is is the height of disregard for the value of 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 
what drives a human to be able to be valuable in 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 terms of what they can contribute to the world. I just don't fuck with that. Like blood is symbolic of things, yes. And that's why I don't think that you should be using it for something trivial, like creating it. And you shouldn't even play with the idea. And that's just me, my opinion. And so do your thing, but I would never fuck with it. But also, I'd also I would never seek to regulate that. If you could do that and you got the people who are willing to donate their blood nah, to that. That's a marketing line. Like it the thing with people is. it's the thing with blood is it's a biohazard. You can't even have blood on the yeah. bus without the whole bus trying to getting shut down. You can't there is I don't believe there is any industry, even in the medical industry, you can't just have blood willy-nilly you're putting in places. You know what I mean? It's not that that's that's a marketing line a matter of fact, and a callback. You know what I think? When you go to the doctor, they have some place to go with things that have blood yeah, and things that have they other got a specific internal or like, fluids. There's there is no industry that's all like, oh yeah, let's dip some blood in the ink. Also, it would get diluted by everything else. So it's one of those things where I actually want to commend him and his fucking marketing team because religious people are such easy marks when it comes to I was to never going like to commend somebody for trolling to get sales. <laughs> that's not going to do it. That's fine. Uh, um, because religious people are super easy marks because they always come after anything that has... Re- you hit any one of these keywords, they're coming after you for it. And the thing that they never seem to learn is like the more they come down against oh, yeah. something, the more popular it is. They're giving it... Yeah, they're, they're Streisand affecting yeah. it every single time. So it's like, and that line is, that's just like some old school metal shit that you say, like, oh, fuck it, Ozzy bit the head off of a fucking bat. Like, Isn't there a video of him doing that, though? It's a rubber bat. Oh, okay. <laughs> you feel me? It's, it's like, it's I like mean, you it, do metal shit for spectacle and it helps shit. you. Metal! And that's the first thing I thought when you said that. I was like, that's fucking metal, right? Not my thing. I'm not remotely interested in it, but I can instantly see where the marketing idea came from and is going. But yeah, and people are just like, oh yeah, let's just talk about it for twenty four hours on, on on fucking Twitter to show how much we dislike it. Yes, good job, well done. Well, no, I mean, I don't even think it's the Twitter buzz; it's the fact that it generates sales. Like Twitter is whatever it is, and I don't. And well, and that I was just Twitter a generic just name like, for social yeah. media, so oh, just okay. insert social media in there. Yeah, I saw it, it. it created social media buzz for sure. Um, I think, mm. and playing it's into weird their how those things generate like. They generate real, tangible results, even though we know that they're fake. Because, like, and you know what's crazy? I was watching PBS. I still watch PBS. I know it's terrible. PBS is not the most uh, progressive of news sources. But it gives me an idea of what conservative Americans are thinking. And, you know, they had a whole segment on how uh, Lil Nas X is defining black queerness in America. And I was like, (laughs) are you kidding me? Like, yo, are you shitting me? Like, there's probably black queer activists who are screaming at the top of their lungs, like, fuck you. Fuck you, PBS. Like, seriously? He is not shaping queerness right now in America. He is shaping pop culture, maybe, but definitely not queerness in America. Definitely not black queerness in America. And so it's like, you know, their lack of understanding and how to separate the two uh, pop culture from uh, black queer culture is crazy and you know it perpetuates you know people like Lil Nas X and it's like yo dude I don't think there's anything genuine about this guy's rise like the people who listen to his music don't know what it's about and the people who who you know purchase his stuff as a troll are doing it with ambivalence towards the product 
And it's just like, what? what where's, I don't think there's any real genuine... No, nah, from my understanding, he does very well with young people, as he is very young. He has a huge following. But that's a transitory... Not everyone's going to be young forever, you know what I mean? I think it's very transitory. People grow out of I feel you. I can't speak on what he's so going to be in the future, but I think right now he's doing quite well. And like oh, you he's said, doing very well. I, I, I apologize. I don't think he's... Um, that is not to say he's not doing well, for sure. Yeah, he's I, I don't well. think he's... I, well, I don't know how much he's translated, but... He definitely transcends because I, I hear about all the shit that he's doing from just ripples. Yeah. I mean, he his media presence is astounding for having, what, been around for two, three years? No idea. <laughs> like, I mean, Old Town Road is how long? Two years old? Same mm. response. Yeah. <laughs> old, Town, well, old Town Road's like That is popular, not my bag. Popular like uh, debut, I think was like three years ago. I want to avoid that. I really want to say like three years ago. I'm probably wrong, and that would put it at 2018. Uh, 2019 release. 19. Okay. Oh wow, same year as as Kendrick's birth. But yeah, so I thought that that was an interesting conversation to be had because I, I I find it a little bit off putting that like and and it's not that I find him off putting. I don't consume his his media enough to really make a a, a judgment on him as a person. Um, I know how I feel about certain projects that he's put out and certain things he's done, um, and I've stated that already. But I just feel like it's a little bit of a stretch to say that now he is a cultural trendsetter for the whole uh, queer community. Now I think we're going too far here. Well, that seems like just one of those catch-all statements anyway. It's kind of difficult to be anything for any entire community or any he, one person to be anything for any entire community. Yes. But now the problem is that he's being projected as such to people who do not actually interface with that community. When you're on PBS and that's what PBS is saying that uh, saying about you, you're not talking to black queer people. They're talking to a very large demographic of conservative white people that don't have any direct contact and will use him as their their reference for it. And that's, I think, problematic. And and that's why I think it's irresponsible journalism to 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 take pop culture references and tweets and social media references and then turn them into real news. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a terrible idea from day one, but you got to make that money, man. I know, man. and Got to make that money. We got to compete with the internet. So anything goes fast, fast, fast. It always has bothered me that I see, pe- I see like news graphics with tweets in them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is there a tweet on the news feed? Like, this doesn't make any sense. You're getting old, Kareem. I know. Times are changing. Got to keep up. Oh, the times are changing. <laughs> Can't stand there looking at the wave, wondering why Who's, it's Is that coming. Bob Dylan? No idea. <laughs> you know nothing no you feel me that is way too american for my dollars <laughs> that's a really popular song though that's ask really me to name popular. one bob dylan song i've already failed <laughs> you're like all right just failed. go ahead and line me up where i go to get shot me? i don't know that's too old for me oh, damn wait is, did he do um piano man i might yes. know that one yeah. yeah see i know that one billy yeah. joel also did a version of piano man i don't know who originated it Sing us a song, oh piano man. See? The one who sounds like that. Okay, yeah, that's Bob Dylan, I think. <laughs> but, but listen, 
Don't ask me. I don't know nothing about white people music. All yeah, I know is a few lines. That's usually how I'm like, though. I got like one for every maid's artist. How big were you? How big were you? I, I might got one in there. You know what I mean? I might not know that you oh, did it. I might not know when you did it, but I know it. Yes, it's uh Got a couple lines in there. But yeah, I thought that that was just uh, an interesting uh, topic to broach in terms of Lil Nas X because, you know, he's here and he's evidently here to stay. It's been three yeah, years. He hasn't fizzled think yet. He's, he's um, one of those young people to watch, man, to see mm-hmm. like where he goes. You know, because, you know, hope so. hopefully he you. makes something of his fame, though, because I don't, I doesn't feel to me. Well, I, listen, I know he's making something for himself of his fame. Also, you put too much responsibility on young people, man. Young rich people just want to enjoy their money. Okay. They're not really trying to help the world like that. Cool. Unless, unless they were already predisposed to that prior to getting their money. If I not, think it, it's just trying to like... I think it's less idealistic to expect young people to do good things than it is to expect older people to do things. True. For sure. So, you know, if there's anyone who I wouldn't expect it from, it's him. It's it's all hopeful nonetheless. You know, it's all <laughs> wishful thinking. But he, he might help the world. That's why I said it's one to watch. You know, they might start doing I agree. it after and, uh, no. they get to the point where they're like, oh, well. And that's why I was commiserating. I put a diamond in my forehead. What do I do next? Yeah, no, no. We're not looking at little Uzi Vert here. <laughs> where do I do? Where do I go next? You know, you got to go through that phase where, you know, it's the money doesn't really rule your life as much. And you start <laughs> looking beyond that, trying to find Deep. something in life worth doing. Yeah, well, hopefully he finds that that calling. But um, yeah, I guess moving on from that, uh, we had some topics in gaming. So uh, Microsoft is looking to buy Discord and is making like I guess overtures to try to gain a uh, an appraisal of them. Uh, bro, as long as you keep that free, keep that shit free, I don't give a fuck. I've been logged into the same <sighs> Discord server since God knows when Jeff gave me that link, and every time I've just been able to open Discord and have it work. Yeah. And have no problems. Discord is really good right now. You know what I'm saying? So I really hope they don't be like, oh shit, we bought it. Now let's charge them for every call. And I was just like, well, oh, well, I'm never using Discord again. Well, no, what I would find, what I would imagine that they're going to end up doing is, is that it's only going to be embedded in their products. Oh, that would suck even harder. Yeah. They would end support <laughs> for public Discord servers. Uh, they would stop distributing the um, the app and then. Embedded in all the their... charge service or embedded. No, no, just embedded in their. I mean, I see that they're just too, looking for components. But... They're looking to own components that are stable for their. To I see that, but it's just like I, I, I don't see the point in just you know using it for that one thing and then leaving all its other avenues. Well, because they have Skype, they they already own Skype. But right. Skype can't cover what Discord does, and so Discord being Who's a free say service, you can't combine them. You know what I mean? They might not oh, be able to combine the technology unless they own. I'm both sure things. that Skype will pick up features from Discord and vice versa, and so forth. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be melding, but I don't think they're going to start it as a paid service that would be like compete in the same space as Skype. I don't think so. Oh yeah, that's right. Because Zoom is um also there, but yeah, I don't know. Both yeah, they those, recently bought Zoom as well. Both of those are pretty whack, though. Like. The versatility of of Skype is specifically having a lot of uh, multiple people being able to hop in at the same time without it really being too laggy or anything. We used Skype all the time. Skype was the shit back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, before Microsoft. (laughs) Back in the day. Discord has been making uh, strides these last couple of years. The server based VOIP, I think, is really cool, and and it's it's just an extension of the Ventrilo. Hell yeah. I think platform. It's a it's a, a de- redevelopment of it, and so yeah, I, I yeah. As long as it, 
first of all, I hope that Microsoft doesn't get to purchase it. I hope that the FCC actually starts doing their job and realizes like, oh, okay, we saw what happened with Facebook when they purchased these platforms. It's really not a good thing. And so, um, no, we're not going to permit Microsoft to, to purchase up another company that's functioning perfectly well. It's about to go public. You know what I mean? Which, I don't know. I guess if they go public, then Microsoft will just buy their controlling shares. <laughs> either way, it's going to happen. But yeah. If Discord ever went public, I'm definitely buying shares in Discord. I mean, in the end of the day, it's like everything else. It doesn't matter. As yeah. long as they don't fuck it up, I'll keep using it. The minute you put some shit on it that I don't like, oh, well. Yeah. You always got to be willing to... to to part ways to to sever ties. Hey man, we grew up in a bush, you know. A bush, we grew up in a. We don't have no electricity till we come to America. You know? We never need none of this. <laughs> you feel me? Push me, America. Push me, capitalism. Yo, I, and I think that a lot of people really underestimate the average Jamaican's ability to just walk away from civilization. Feel me? We really have That's no problem. The fuck with I it. came from. We were raised to love the land, feel and me? it's painful enough that to be. In ensconced in civilization in America means to have shunned the land, but I know we're willing sucks. to take on certain Speaking things. Speaking of that, uh, congrats to the human race. We've uh, fucked up the rainforest so much that it's now producing a, a negative in carbon uh, emissions, or it, it is now adding carbon in emissions instead of reducing it. So congrats on oh, that. Oh, what, from burning it? Yes. Ooh. Fuck you, planet. Take that. I'll go live somewhere else. Oh, Ouch. That's, that's, that's a tough one right there. That's a biggie right there. Um, I don't think that they they're they're being hyperbolic when they call the uh, the rainforest, uh, rainforest the lungs, the lungs of, the of the world. Yeah, they're not being hyperbolic because your lungs have these things called capillaries that, are, you know, as the air passes over them, they absorb oxygen from the air. As air, the mass of air flows because we all understand that the air system, the our atmosphere is comprised of one solid air system that moves over the entire globe. When it passes over the Amazon, a significant amount of carbon is supposed to be taken out of the air to allow, you know, when the air passes over other areas for it not to be as carbon rich. It can't be that, like, temperatures are going to start to be uh, very seriously affected if now it's like it went from subtracting to now adding. That's going to add up very quickly, very, very quickly. You know, you can't, you know, it would be different if there was like another area that was adding and <laughs> the Amazon was still, you know, chugging along, trying to, to remove carbon from the air. But if you have the actual area that's supposed to be removing carbon, actually producing carbon, well, big time. And and you can expect something similar as to what happened in Africa, because Egypt used to be a fucking forest. Egypt's in the middle of a fucking desert. You know, uh, Iraq used to be a very lush area in ancient history. It is no longer such. And so we know what happens when areas that that produce or 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 take carbon out of the air actually start getting uh, uh, doing the reverse and producing carbon. It ends up causing deserts. So. You know, good job, America. And and not that we don't already know this, because the Mojave, <laughs> the Mojave used to be well, used to be fertile too. The Mojave mm-hmm. Desert would never used to be fucking a desert. There was an ancient time in America when it was a rainforest, and we cut it down to uh, we cut down the the rainforest that was west of it 
that that stretched from you know Oregon to to northern Mexico. Cut that shit down to build I all mean, of our cities. That's not so bad because back then they didn't really know. That's the big difference. That's I guess the yeah. massive massive. Back then they were just being. They were essentially just kids kind of stumbling around in the playground and sort of learning everything for the first time. We've known what the fuck we've been doing to yeah. this planet for at least, like, since the 80s. Oh, but you know what I mean? And every time there's a report, it gets pushed back. Like, so now we know it's like, the 60s. We you know, know what that what in the 60s they knew what was happening. So it's like... Uh, they, we knew that by the 70s, they were actively su- suppressing the knowledge. Like, niggas ain't watch Captain Planet, bro. <laughs> ain't nobody watch Captain Planet, man. Oh, man. But yeah. Trying to take pollution down to zero? Whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to Don Cheadle <laughs> fucking the world? You know what I mean? They should totally do that reboot. They they fucking slacked. Oh, but no, it's probably Hanna Barbera tripping on the rights. No, nah, yeah, Hanna Barbera ain't letting that happen. Oh, yeah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. I haven't seen any, any one of their cartoons really anywhere outside of fucking Harvey Birdman and like no license shit. Yeah, but we shall see. But yeah, anyway, I don't even know how we got onto that movie. <sighs> we started off on Microsoft buying Discord, ended up on the destruction of the earth. Go well, figure. I mean, Microsoft, Amazon, Amazon, Microsoft, <laughs> Amazon. You know, it's all related. Gotta be. But yeah, uh, in, in other gaming news, I did see that Sony is shutting down another one of their uh, their stores that has the PS Vita games on it. And it started a conversation in the community about game preservation. Because Sony is so anti-emulation and so forth, it's really difficult to find legitimate ways to play a significant portion of their back catalog now. I think going back from PS2 and back is, like, really hard. And now the PS Vita store, which actually evidently had an active homebrew development scene, like a really active one, which... Which is why it's uh, sparking this conversation now, because they have enough people interested in like keeping these games afloat that they're like, listen, you know, as consumers, if we don't come to Sony with some kind of idea of what we hope to see for uh, game preservation, then we're we're evidently just going to be at their whim for when they decide we no longer want to support uh, these online games anymore. You know, and that and that's that's you know, that's kind of shitty because people don't think about that when they purchase the game. They don't think that this game has a half life. Ten years from now, I won't be able to play this game. Well, unfortunately, that's the reality. Everybody's got to get used to technology. Is the length of technology is getting shorter and shorter? Yeah. Or, well, well, not video game cycles, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, but as far as like how long you use it for, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they try to get to the new system as quick as possible. As soon as the development cycle of PlayStation is barely understood. They start making a new one. Oh yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure that PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five had uh, co- um, simultaneous the creation development overlap. Cycles. Yeah, yeah, they definitely had some creation overlap. For sure. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, I I think that you you're right. It's gonna be that we have to start to change the idea of what we expect from game companies. And that if you're not pay- purchasing physicals, which is why we, you know, the video game needs to hard, hard stand on. We, you know, we want physicals, even if they're not like they're in lower production rates. We need to maintain physical productions of games, because if not, 
there's definitely going to be games that go extinct. Like, there's going to be a thing thing. Even with physicals, though, you still run into that same problem, though, depending on, like, you know, you know, like, if you don't have a working VHS player, any any videotape that you have right now is useless. Well, yes, but it's a lot easier to, um, if you have a disc, it's a lot easier to find an emulator for a disc this than is it is true. to find software of a game that doesn't have open distribution. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that I and I think that that's there's, just the only yeah. real dichotomy there. Yeah, I definitely don't. I don't know if there's a really a long term solution for that. Um. Well, there is. Just let us keep the games, and then once you want to stop supporting it, let us keep the physical copies. Once you stop supporting the distribution of the game, you know it'll be on people with physical copies uh, to distribute emulation. You know, for the community. That way, it costs you nothing. And it's scaled only to the amount of people who want to use it because it's as big as the community. I think it's the best way to do it. And, and people have already showed that they're willing to do that. You know, people have been willing to, to, to emulate these games for, you know, I think decades now. Yeah, well, at least 18, 19 years. Right? The emulation scene's been around since like 2003. Yeah, but, well, I guess the difficult part of that is like... <laughs> You know, not every game is worth that much preservation. So knowing which game is going to be worth how much to whom, so in order well, it's to, up to that individual community to 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 contribute to the open source project of emulating old games. Yeah, but yeah, that makes sense. So it's definitely going to be. It looks like it's definitely more or less on the community because I definitely mm-hmm. don't think that I don't think any one of these companies are ever going to maintain that much of a um, presence on technology that's gone by you know what i mean on like yeah. bygone technology i think it's always going to be pretty much i mean the unless these the, companies the develop um it's part of their development an emulatable version of the game or which wouldn't even make sense because you'd want to wait until the final copy with all the patches and software updates is is done but even still that option would be a that option would have always been available to them mm-hmm. true so yeah, you know, uh, in terms of game preservation, I think the only thing that, you know, you can't expect Sony to keep these digital stores open forever, um, and it's at their discretion. Unfortunately, like that's some, you know, I, as consumers, we also have to understand that we're at the whim of the platforms that we use when it comes to consuming digital medium, media, and so when the platform makes a decision, you're gonna have to learn to deal with it. And if you don't like that, then then don't consume that media through that platform that will send your message that you don't appreciate the way that, that they're running it. And then they will offer another, you know, but until then we got to expect Sony to do what they want with their, with that IP. Cause they're going to do whatever in their monetary best interest. And we can't expect them to do anything different, but yeah, I just thought that that was interesting. Cause uh, there was a lot of chatter in the gaming community about game preservation, all that stuff. And I'm just like, listen, that's why I stick to and 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 more so. I try to only spend money on games that that I own a physical copy of. That's always a a big stickler for me. For me, there hasn't been too many games that I'm really all about replaying that much. At most, well, that's not true. I'll be putting a lot of time into like Skyrim's and shit. But usually, like once once I'm done with a game, once I've put my time into it, I seldom ever go back to it. 
I always intend to go back to it because I always rarely, I rarely finish New Game Plus after. Like, I'll finish the game and then I'll start New Game yeah, Plus. You just get, uh, yeah, but same. I rarely ever get through this. I same usually time. just do New to Game Plus to be like, yeah, bitches, remember me? Rah! And like, yeah. So I do New Game exactly. Plus. Exactly. So I started and, I, and I beast up some shit. And like, then, ah, well, that was satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I start up the new game, I beast a couple of, uh, of levels, and then I'm. All right, I'll, I'll I'll return back to you with, <laughs> with increased fervor, but I, I rarely I ever get back being to an it. Overlord now, I've gotten that out of my system. But yeah, so you know, I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm not too invested, you know, because as I said, the only games that I'm interested in have physical copies, and so I'm not gonna you be affected if they ever stop selling them. <laughs> I've already purchased mine, or if they stop supporting a server that distributes it. The digital version that I supposedly own. Yeah. I mean... It just highlights that you don't own your digital versions. That only really affects me for shit like fucking Mass Effect. Because the the new Legendary Edition is coming out in May. And I know... I'm looking forward to that. Unfortunately, because it's fucking EA, there's going to be like an EA Origin login that you have to fucking couple your game to for some stupid ass really? reason. Yeah, you require EA Origin games to play almost any EA game. They got to basically wow. be like, I think it's their version of DMAC, but also for other stupid reasons. Stupid corporate reasons. Reasons on reasons. Yeah, you know, corporate bullshit. But that's that's sort of like the only other thing. Yeah, oh yeah, that was my point. So for like, um, I've repurposed, repurposed, I've repurchased Mass Effect plenty of times in the last couple of times. The last time I repurchased Mass Effect 2, I couldn't get some of the, the online, yeah, some of the DLC because they no longer did support for the fucking EA shit. Mm. So they can run into problems like those too. <clears throat> yeah, so hopefully things will, things will uh, shape up on a, on a positive side. Maybe they'll, they, they'll, you know actually create or join the market of redistributing those things since there is still a community of people who want it you know what i mean there might be still profit in in going back to to redistribution digitally of those things maybe just in a more consolidated method you know instead of having so many different stores maybe consolidate all those old game stores into one so that you know it's not as much yeah they definitely um that's one of those the fans have to make their voice heard on those. They probably won't move if they don't think there's enough of a financial incentive. Very, very, very true. But if enough people show enough, you know, interest and shit, it might be a lot better. True, true, true. So, yeah. Let's hit up some of the things that have been going on in the social social sphere. I did see, like, yo, Amazon unionization has been going. I think it's going well from what I see in the media. Because usually when they're slandering people and there's no substantive like, oh, this is what's going on, it's because they're doing good shit and shit is yeah. is is moving in the right direction. And they've been making fake accounts on Twitter too. So that's 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 that they're scrambling. That's, yeah, that's a desperation maneuver that you know is like, all right, you know, they don't know what the fuck to do. So, <laughs> so they're like, yo, create some fake Twitter accounts. No, and tell them how much you hate unions. <laughs> Bro, and and don't get me wrong, there are some trash unions out there. Like um, the SEIU that I used to belong to wasn't the greatest union, but that doesn't mean that the structure isn't strong and important. There's a lot of really good unions, like the Longshoremen Union, the Electricians Union, 
Um, there's a lot of good unions out there that that are doing great work nationwide. And so Teamsters Union. Um, and so, yeah, I would highly recommend, uh, you know, any kind of uh, publicity or, or signal amplification you can give to, to these workers that are busting their ass in like Bessemer, Alabama to try and, uh, you know, get a decent workplace uh, established where they are. Do do what you can, man. Because I think that that it, first of all, am, the the implications for what these Amazon workers are doing are global, because Amazon being a national company, an international company, these workers are are establishing a a precedent where worker where the employees, the the people who are actually putting hands on products are influencing the corporate structure in a way that hasn't been very, you know, hasn't been very influential in in American uh, workplaces. And that right there could, of course, being an international uh, company, can have, can have ramifications in workplaces in other countries because Amazon will have to... Uh, They'll have to provide uh, better. Well, I think in other countries they have to provide better work conditions in certain uh, places anyway. But when it comes to like even places in certain certain third world countries where they have fulfillment centers, they'll have to they'll have to bring up standards. And you know that precedent is a powerful one to to have that kind of uh, that kind of voice uh, and be heard by such a large corporation because Amazon doesn't listen to very many people, not even the government. You know what I mean? They pick the government. Why would they listen to them? There you go. And so they would be exercising uh, influence on the level of a multinational government. You know what I mean? And so, you know, these Amazon workers are doing something unprecedented. You know, each individual might not feel like they're that powerful, but that's the power of unionization. That's the power of collective bargaining. That's the power of working together as a union, as a unit towards a, a, a singular goal, which is the betterment of your work conditions, you know? And so I just uh, wanted to, 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 to really kind of point out how the unionization effort has been galvanizing and doing really well in Bessemer and, and it should be uh, an encouragement to, to any other uh, workplace that has employees that feel like, you know, their disunity is causing their employers to to have an advantage when it comes to uh extra you know exhibiting you know proper workplace conditions or or uh proper policy towards individuals in their workplaces it, it could happen also they can afford it fuck them they can they really afford, could afford that's that the really shit. upsetting part it's like they really it's like you can't find a bathroom for these motherfuckers but you're the richest motherfucker on the planet bro like and, and like, when are Americans going to start looking at people like that and start saying like, "Oh, you're really a shitbag"? I don't like. It doesn't matter how much money you are. You're a shitbag. You got money because you won't even let people use the bathroom. Yeah, like, like I could never imagine having a company where someone complained to me like, "Yo, I didn't have any." Pl-. And I, this is someone who's been in the army. Who's at the? I don't think I've ever shit in the forest in the army. But this is someone who's not used to not having like perfect accommodations. Yeah. So it's like. Man, like the fact that you're overseeing that many people and living in such luxury and 
they're working for you can barely make it and you just just let's make it harder for them yeah it's It's sociopathic it's totally sociopathic i think it goes a little bit beyond weird it's like no no no. You, you you have a problem like you shouldn't be able to see human suffering like that and be okay with it because you're making so much money like, like, well, look how much profit I'm making off of them shitting in bags. Like, I know, I hear you. Yes, if you told me that that was the that was the goal is to profit, ever. you know what I mean? Yes, I see how you got there, but I never once thought that that was an acceptable way of making money. So it's not as if we're playing the same game. You know what I mean? So fucking cruel, bro. Yeah, it's definitely some weirdo shit. But yeah, moving on from that, man. Look, New York is making some power moves, bro. I heard about that. Legalizing the recreational cannabis. Oh, that's good. I didn't hear about that, but that's cool. Yes, and then moving on to 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 cancel qualified immunity for officers. That's what I heard about. That's bro. Cool. Cuomo is scrambling. He's like, yo, I will do anything. I will do anything to to not go to jail. I will I will pander to black people. I will pander to to potheads. I will pander to. To to anyone I have to to not go to jail, and I'm Hail not Mary I'm with in the it. fourth quarter right it. now. Honestly, like that's the like come on, like that's the only positive use of corruption. It's like okay, cool. Now we have someone who is so corrupt and and so malfeasant that he's being forced to do the right thing. Don't you remember what Dave said? He rapes, but he saves. Listen, <laughs> we can only hope this particular guy right. saves more than he, he rapes. rapes. <laughs> That's terrible. That's a, that's a pretty. That's a that's a terrible joke with that Dave Chappelle setup. <laughs> it's a is it, and that is the, the sign of a great comedian is like when your jokes can't be told You're by like, anyone else. That's offensive. That's hella offensive. Oh, it's funny. Hey man, black people have been through a lot. Even, well, not I mean, lots of black and poor people. Hopefully in New York, man. Hopefully y'all y'all at least. That scares them enough to uh, to stay their hand. You know what I mean? Fuck, if nothing oh, else. Oh, the canceling of qualified immunity in New York? Oh, that's yeah. massive. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the police union is shitting their pants right now. Feel me? The like, police union is shitting their pants right now. There, there, there has to be something that's being passed under the table that is going to somehow create a system. That that, that, yeah, because there's no way. Because do you know, like, oh my God, a Kai Gurley. Uh, 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 Eric Garner, uh, 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 I'm like, like, there's yeah, just so damn. many people who were brutalized by the NYPD in front of people with witnesses and evidence, and and they were just like, yeah, but they did it before, and we didn't, <laughs> we didn't send them to jail, so I guess they can do that. You know, I, I know oh you think God. they can't do that, and you have every right to think they can't do that. You can't do that. Because you've never done it and gotten away with it. With them, they got away with it last time. So um, yeah. we're going to go ahead and tell you, uh, go to hell. Damn, it sucks that they have so much fucking power. Isn't that, a, isn't that crazy? It blows my mind that that is how it works in America. Like, I mean, it blows my mind. And Americans are like, no, 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 but trust the cops. And I'm like, how do you trust <laughs> someone in that position? Can you put me in that position? Can you, like, I, I, I beg, like. Put me in that position to where you're just going to implicitly trust everything that I do. Nah, son. And I want to have the authority to tell you what I want you to do. You got to understand. I I think personally, I think it's the predators and the thralls of the predators that always encourage you to not be afraid of the predators. 
No normal person will ever tell you to not be afraid of a predator. It is only predators or a thrall of a predator that will be like, oh, no, that dude's cool, bro. He's totally cool. But I just saw him kill that guy a few seconds ago. Yeah, but that's just yesterday. He's not. He's fine. No, no, that, that guy, he, he had asked to be eaten yesterday. That's exactly the type of shit they will say. You feel me? They, they will make it seem like it was your fault that you were murdered. So it's like. It's the worst kind of gaslighting, man. <laughs> you feel me? It's all it is. It's that's all it is. It's fucking gaslighting. Oh yeah, fuck out of life. I don't know, man. I, I there's been too much evidence to show me that y'all can murder people without anything happening for me to ever trust you with anything. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Like that shit makes me almost like maybe New York isn't the worst place to go back to. <laughs> no, because you have to understand. Quali- that is a huge poli- step up. That's huge. That's a huge quality of Weed life improvement for this version of Are the game. Are you kidding me? I literally, <laughs> I literally left the East Coast because of the weed and police issues. That is fair. I mean, uh, at this if point, I can't make it out the country yet, at this point, all you're winning on is weather. That might be a nice place weather. to be. <laughs> at this point, all you're winning on is weather. Pretty much. You know what I mean? I found my woman. I'm good. You know what I mean? It's got to... Wrap her up and take her with me, not <laughs> But uh, yeah, nah, dude, it's crazy because uh, yeah, New York's looking real sexy right now, real sexy. Yeah, it's definitely good for them. Still expensive as motherfucking. Qualified all, but stupid. Yeah, it's probably only gonna get worse now too. But whatevs. Oh man, moving on from that. Uh, one thing I don't like to do is uh, I don't make it a habit of punching myself in the face. And so I've decided not to watch the Jared Chauvin trial live. I'm interested in what happens and the ramifications thereof. But what I'm not interested in is watching the pain over and over and over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't need to watch the video to know that someone kneeling on someone's neck till they die. It's horrific. I didn't need it. Honestly, I knew it was bad. And I knew it was I knew that the people who saw it were traumatized. I knew I don't remember. I, and, and and I got to check the, the archives because thank God I have a recorded record of my voice. I'm pretty sure that I was talking about how traumatized the girl who videotaped it was after realizing that she just videotaped a snuff flick. You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. terrible is that? Like, you think that you're just doing your thing as a citizen activist documenting br- police brutality. And then you realize you just watched the police murder. And then the police attack you for it and try to ruin your life. Because of, of, of what you witnessed. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I don't need to be told how bad that is to know that that's fucking bad for all parties involved. You know what I mean? And so, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what happens in the trial. I hope that, I hope beyond all hope that they take these fuckers off the streets. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. There's very little chance of the system changing. But, I mean, this guy, man, like, he set this country on fire. And if this country feels nothing about that, at least, like, you know, show that, nah, you can't go to that level. Like, we're going to let a lot, because I still don't know what happened to the McMichaels with Ahmaud Aubrey. You know what I mean? And those motherfuckers are, are ripe to get let off. And don't forget, it's Benjamin Crump representing all these people. And we've been noted to his malfeasance in some of these cases so i'm just i don't feel good i don't feel good you know what i mean and so i just don't want to 
I, you know, I'm not going to punch myself in the face. I know how that ends. You know what I mean? It ends with me with a black eye. And so I'll just sit back and let that one ripen on the vine, you know, before I, I, I try to see what's going on with it because boy, it's good. It, it's gotta be tough. Every time somebody turns that shit on, it's gotta be like, Oh, this is really hard to watch. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm probably not gonna talk about it too much. Um, unless something interesting happens, uh, until we get a verdict because it, it's just, this is, Hey, let's open up that wound again. You want to open it up again? How yeah, close is it? Is pretty much the only Got a scab? Let me pick up that scab for you. Like, nah, B. Don't pick up my scab for me. I'm good. But yeah, dude, moving on from that. We actually have some interesting politics topics today because not everything is trash. I actually have a few instances of, like, people in politics doing their job. I know. It's weird, right? I don't even feel right saying it. I feel like I've made a mistake someplace. But we'll start out with um the attacks on the USPS. Finally, I don't know how we've gotten how long has it been? Is this, we're working on his third month? <laughs> yeah. It's Biden's third month and Louis DeJoy still has a job. This guy is systematically dismantling the fucking post office during the Biden administration. Finally, politicians are starting to fucking get together and actually write let and this is what I don't get, is why do you have to write legislation to stop him from dismantling the system? Like, why are you writing like No, first of all, fire him. Second of all, find someone to replace him. Third of all, what is the holdup? You're months in at this point. Why wasn't that part of, even? it should have been directly under cabinet appointments. After you took near attendance dick out your ass, you should have fucking turned around and said, you know what, I should get a new postmaster general. Because that was a. This is why it fucking pisses me off that he sat there and fought so hard with about trying to get her, and then dropped it in the end because she was so toxic. It was because, dude, you could have been doing things like you know fixing the post uh, the postal service issue because it's one of the few functioning institutions that your government has, and you're and you're allowing it to be dismantled right right in front of you. But as I said, this is a topic in which the government's actually getting their shit together. So they finally started to slow that down. They they put a stop to all of the changes that he was making. That he's not allowed to. So he recently put out a whole big. He's decreasing services, increasing rates, decreasing um, delivery times, and all that stuff. They put a stop to that. They were like, no, 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 no. Those changes aren't happening. Moreover, we're going to have to start writing legislation to require that you instate the capacity back to what it was before seeing as to how in the next couple of years we're going to have another election and it's probably going to be another big mail-in election year. So we need you to put it together back by then. And I was like, oh, well, seems like some of you do know how to do your jobs. You guys do realize that like, if you don't actually fix some of these problems, you will not get elected again. I think you're going to have a hard time already as it is, but you're definitely not going to win if there's no, if there's no effective mail-in voting. Um, but yeah, it, I, I was pleasantly surprised because, as you know, I have a warm spot in my heart for the USPS. To see them finally getting some love, some TLC, kudos, kudos. And we have Health and Human Services. The, the, the amazing Marsha Fudge 
went in there and is doing her fucking job like a boss to the point where even activists who have been who have been talking out against the health and uh, human services for years and how and how complacent they are in doing their job is like no 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 Marsha Fudge is here and she's like yo we need the money and Biden is actually giving her money to fix a lot of shit and it's and it's unprecedented and so I'm I think that that's amazing um health and human services is actually one of the biggest ones to actually improve the quality of life of people that's one of the biggest institutions that the government um is in charge of to actually increase your everyday life and make it better make your very health better make your housing a little bit more secure because health and human services will 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 aid you in a lot of things that can help you with housing you know what i mean it's not hud but it is it will help you uh with, with a lot of issues and so yeah it's like thank god man marsha fudge and, and and i did mention that she was one of the few cabinet appointments that was like she's gonna she she's a a, a very popular one and moreover she vacated a seat that we that i really strongly hope nina turner gets so it, you know it's just an all around that's that that was a win the appointment of uh, of of Marsha Fudge was an overall win for the people. You know what I mean, and that's great because you know we just came from an administration that had nothing but L's for the people, <laughs> and they came and talking about they're going to win so bigly and we're going to never stop winning hey, and we're going to win so hard. Clearly, they got tired of win winning so hard. Rico, are you ready to win so hard? You know what I mean. The last part of his and statement then, and then was ended with an insurrection. You were going to get tired of winning, so clearly they're tired of winning and they're on a losing streak. You know oh, that was my bad. No wonder you're they... looking at it all wrong, man. It's all about perspective, man. You're absolutely right. It was never about success. <laughs> but speaking of 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 you know the Trump administration, evidently there was people in the Trump administration doing their job as well because it's coming out now that Matt Gates, who who <laughs> somehow stumbled into getting himself in trouble for child trafficking or or paying Fucking or Gates. giving money to a minor for for or an underage person was evidently being investigated by the Trump administration and he was a Trump ally. He was a Trump megaphone. To this day he's a Trump megaphone. And he was being you know in Trump in, investigated by the Trump administration for these very acts of child thing you gotta remember is Matt Gates is also an asshole. Oh, no one a, likes oh, Matt Gates. He is a gaping prolapsed <laughs> asshole. People will work for Matt Gates. And with Matt Gates because they're they probably have Matt to. Gates. Or no, because oh, okay. they have to. Their job requires you to be in the same place and kind of pretend to be civil. He's the worst type of human being ever. But I can absolutely see somebody being like, oh, I can ruin this guy's fucking life. I think I'm going to do it, man. You feel me? Yeah, I think that, I'm going to do it. That's the thing about being a shitbag is you kind of give people yeah, oh, a reason reasons. Just, yeah, you give people reasons to fuck with you. Not even good reasons, just reasons. Just reasons. You know what I mean? And, 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 that's, and that's why I have such little remorse for for some people because I go out of my way like I can be an asshole yes but the only people who know that are the people who are closest to me I go out of my way to not be an asshole to the people who generally have to encounter me on a low frequency basis because who knows who knows you know what I mean they might come across a way to destroy your life and you want them to think <laughs> twice about it this is true you want them to have that opportunity to be like and especially nah, when you're that. a public servant there's a lot more people who are gonna come by you 
You know what I mean? In a glancing manner. And you just don't want them to, to, to be able to destroy your life. Or at least if they do have the ability to do so, they want to think twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Definitely. I could fuck this guy up, but you know what? I saw him with his girl and his kid. His kid's super cute. Like, why would I want to hurt them? Like, fuck. And you know what? He was out there fucking working to help unionize Amazon workers to get them, you know, to not stop pissing in buckets. Like, I don't know, man. Is this the guy I really want to fuck over? Like, like, am I the douchebag here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want yeah. that's the conversation I want people to have when they think about fucking me over, not... Oh, this guy! I'm yeah, definitely sticking my dick oh, in. Oh yeah, let's do this. Oh, we're, oh, we're, just, oh, we're fucking him up, it's man. We're taking it all. Oh, why are you even asking? Already, you know what I mean. Switch. And I work hard to do that. You know what I mean. I go out of my way to do that. So when you have worked so hard to be utter, to be the 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 center of the gaping asshole of American politics, when you work to be that fucked up, my friend, probably got a couple enemies. My on, friend, on both sides of the aisle, bro. Enjoy. <laughs> On both sides oh, of the enjoy. aisle, that's the problematic part. Like I said, if 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 you got they they got someone from the Trump administration to do their job, yes, feel me. And they were Republican regarding child pornography. You know how those two things kind of they go really hand in like hand. to look the other way with that. You feel they me? really <laughs> like to look the other so way. So that's why I think like, oh yeah, somebody hated the fuck out of this guy and stumbled on some evidence that was like, I'm not letting this pass <clears throat> me by. Yeah, yeah, it's just it was too juicy. So, yeah, I thought that that was hilarious. But, yeah, a couple of instances of our government actually doing their jobs. Who'd have thunk it, right? Man, I, I'm i definitely excited about that. I, I saw this thing that said um, ex-prosecutor says Matt Gates is terribly cro- close to perjuring himself. Yeah. And, you know, that, that gave me some warm and fuzzies. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. Like, they're, they're giving him all the leash he needs. It's good. <laughs> Because that's the thing is like they warned you at this point. It's usually the best way to get a lot of people. You just let them know that hey, uh, there's a. Some it was shit you that told me, man. Social media is made to to give you just enough rope to hang yourself. Like that's the yeah. pur- purpose of social media. It's like oh, you're a public figure. Here's your news. It's called social oh, media. Man. Go ahead, hang yourself at your leisure. Absolutely. Oh no! Don't don't verify anything. Just go with your instinct. Oh yeah. As soon as you see something, just go with what feels right. First of right all, to your you. gut is the best way to tweet. <laughs> What did my nigga say? My gut is more smart than all these scientists. Oh yeah, I don't remember the exact quote, but something of that like, nature. Something like somebody with the gamote. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember saying that. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. He said it so many times. For him to have said that he had the greatest memory of all time is crazy to me. Yeah, this dude had some classic lighters, bro. And the worst part is classics. like, yo, you live your life videotaped, jackass. <laughs> like, just assume that you said it, motherfucker. At what point do you start assuming that you said it? That was the part that got me, was that at no point did he ever break character. At no point did he start saying, you know what? I am the president at this point. So everything bro. I say is videotaped. So I'm going to stop. And you know what? I know that you're saying that because... You probably got a videotape of me saying it. So I'm going to skip the part where I deny it and then look stupid when you show me the clip. I'm going to skip that part. No? Nah, son. That lie was digital. Man, them lies is digital, nigga. Digital. Deep fakes, nigga. Fake news, nigga. That shit wasn't real. Deep fake news. <laughs> they made that shit up in a computer. Oh, man. Look at it. No hands. <laughs> that piss is digital, dog. No oh, hands. Man. But yeah, so here, let's wrap up with some uh, local news. Because there's a couple things happening in the neighborhood. So you know that this area is prime gentrification, uh, you know, area. This is uh, what is called South L.A., what is what I lovingly call South Central L.A. You know what I mean? The hood. (laughs) 
And uh, over by Lemur Park, they've started, you know, throwing their Sunday gatherings again. Yo, tell me why gentrifiers are posting to Twitter talking about, I just called the police on this gathering. People are, yo, these, I, I don't think that white people realize that the police know exactly what's happening right there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that two to 300 people didn't gather in that spot in, in Lemur Park without the police knowing what was happening guaranteed it's also not the first time that they kind of use that for that specific yeah specific you know purpose. what i mean and and we're open back up you know what i mean like the, they were within their right like and this is what i mean about people who want to gentrify it's like yo my nigga if you're if you want to gentrify an area don't move in one at a time get a whole gang of you motherfuckers because you're gonna have to fight your way through because that's what everyone else did to 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 become part of this community like you can't just come in here and then start calling the police on people because that shit isn't gonna work here. It's not gonna work. It's just gonna it's just gonna be a form of lethal harassment. And it's you know we we already had the the anti Karen revolution. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it's gonna end as well as people like gent- that's a tool of gentrification. By the way, the whole Karening thing, calling the police on people incessantly, that's a tool of gentrification. You know, and unfortunately, they're trying to gentrify more and more dangerous neighborhoods. And it's like, yo, my nigga. Don't gent- I I don't know man. You don't want to gentrify Nicolette <laughs> or Steve Lee. You know those the, like, or you know what I mean like like our area is actually getting a lot better, but I don't think it's because of the encroaching of white people. You know what I mean? Like the area is getting better because they're putting more services in the area and the people are responding by you know what I mean, taking care of it a little bit more. You know, I I don't I I think that this this whole Gen- the the conflict between gentrif- gentrifying forces and uh and locals is going to become more and more fraught as time goes on because a lot of the tools of gentrification are becoming less and less acceptable like calling the po- the police incessantly on people um even though white people are sure as hell willing to still use it you know what i mean they're sure as hell still willing to try it i don't know if it's going to end out well and it's going to end out with a lot of poor black people hurt, which sucks. Because ultimately, um, we might be a super majority in the neighborhoods that we're in, but we're still a majority overall, which means that they can pretty much attrition us out of our own neighborhoods. You know, if white people want to gentrify an area, they can attrition us out of a neighborhood. And they they have tools to do that, you know, through manipulating housing markets and you know, developments and city policies and all of these things, you know? And so we want to stay present of mind about about these kind of things. And it, I just thought that, that that in particular uh, kind of alerted me to like, oh boy, here we go. When they start taking the social media, that's when they think that they're all indignant. You know what I mean? And, and moreover, it starts a, com- a conversation in the community because I did see some people from the community also trying to side with the gentrifiers saying, you know, that's why we, you know, our neighborhoods are the way they are. But yeah, we had that going on. And then in Compton, there was a, another huge uh, warehouse fire. I think it was a pallet yard uh, went up uh, again. And that shit is crazy for those fires to get that big. And they don't have any real sign of or any idea what's going on is out of control because 
they're happening way too frequent for it just to be oh random you know this is what happens when you have homeless people or someone's collecting that oh yeah they're collecting money allegedly well not just that they're also smoking out the homeless people because that's the thing is it's really hard to move the homeless people out of those areas once they've kind of like hunkered down and set up shop and so police are becoming under more and more fire and lapd is becoming less and less uh desired as a tool to move these homeless uh encampments out and so i think that the property developers are trying to find because they want to sell the buildings anyway and so they're sitting here stuck with a property they can they they can't show the property with the homeless people there because no one's going to buy the property knowing the homeless problem that's going on and so they're stuck and they have no other real way to navigate, you know, in this, especially during the pandemic, what to do about having these lame properties. And so, like, yo, fuck it. Maybe we, you know, and, and I don't know, arson for insurance money, I don't think is a very far-fetched thing. It's happened a lot, you know, and, and moreover, if it has the double effect of clearing out a population of undesirable people to them, then, you know, I could I, I could see someone pulling the trigger on that plan. I could see someone pulling the trigger on that plan because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't stand to reason to me that that there's been so many of those fires in such a small span of time. Like that scene, that's that's that screams organization because they they can go years without ever seeing a fire there. And then boom. You know what I mean? Like usually if one fire pops up, everyone gets extra, they double down on safety. So why would then all of a sudden now? I don't know about that, man. Usually, that puts people on high alert when when something like that happens. Nah, I don't know. you only double down on safety when people die, not when you lose money on equipment. Well, no, I mean a fire like that. Who knows who dies in those fires? Because they're homeless people; they're unaccounted for. Well, and those fires are huge. They they remain those remains. They in, have chemical fires. In that fires. case, if it wouldn't and. In that case, I was speaking like specifically if you the fire killed like someone that you were responsible for. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, I, I can it's see the that. If fire killed a homeless person, it's to them, it's completely incidental. It doesn't exactly, really and so yeah, it's it seems like a, a win, win, win for them. I think it's set up that way to really be very beneficial if they can get away with it to just to go that route, and that sucks because I really hope that's not what they're doing because that that would. First of all, that's that talk about diabolical thinking. That's diabolical as fuck. Because that puts so many people's lives in danger. And moreover, the property damage just to sell a building. Yeah, yeah that's a pretty big if though. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's a lot of very I'm, I'm, I'm going so. crazy just because I just I can't I don't believe the mainline story that it was a it was a tree fire that blew into a pallet and then set a whole building on fire. Like what? You know those things aren't supposed to happen, right? Like they're designed for that not to happen. But Look, Curry. I don't know why you expect to get the news, the truth from the news, news, bro. I don't. That's why I that make shit up. That is not their job. <laughs> I don't. That's why I'm always making shit up. Their that, job my, is my to imagination is keep way you more in interesting. In a state of paranoia and dismay <laughs> and fear, it is not to tell you the truth. Indeed, indeed. All righty. So yeah, we'll wrap on those local news. So yeah, thank you for joining us, everybody. You can find us on the social media. You can see me on Twitter. Uh, at Curry underscore T and at home Heron and you can find me on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and you can find me on Instagram at Rico underscore G sound and always remember guys time is only wasted if you choose to waste it so 
learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Take it easy.